You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, Beyonders. This is Chris with What the Suck Podcast, and you are listening to a fourth-hand production. Halloween. Mike, roll the tape. That's terrible. <laughs> you are listening to the Beyond Terrestrial Podcast, your one-stop shop for the outstanding, the unconventional, and the downright strange. Strap in, because the boys are about to take a wild ride. I'm Funk Master B, setting up that tea for the duo of gum foolery. Your hosts, Dan and Lee. Of course I believe in aliens. I mean, in an infinitely growing universe, why would we be the only living species? Bigfoot, messy, all that stuff, it's got to be real. How are we to say that we're the only ones? It's just ignorant. I think aliens are not only from other planets, but they're time travelers. Welcome back to the Beyond Terrestrial Podcast for a special Halloween bonus episode. I am one half of the hosting duo, Mr. Dan Martson, recording just down from the spot where Robert Johnson made his infamous deal with the devil. With me, as always, Lee Eric Lee. Hey guys, how you doing? I'm back again, coming to you from the Bell Witch's backyard. I'm here in the Haunted Barn Studios, excited as always, and I'm happy. I got a scary story for y'all. I'm super excited. But Lee, what's that figure? That shape in the corner of the room? Oh my god, it's Mike. Mike Roop. What up, man? (laughs) What's up? Oh, I never thought I would be a black mass, you know what I mean? That's kind of nice. It's kind of a, it's like a promotion. I'm like a real legitimate demon now. That's great. Yeah, well, you know, it was the beard, actually. It just like, it oh, blended just the beard. in with the shadow. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense. And that cape, too. Very flowy. Very good for the shadow, sir. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's my special Halloween cape. It's got little scary cats and witches and stuff on it. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. <laughs> That is like Etsy special. It is. Um, yeah. I make them, so if you guys want one, let me know. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Check out Mike's Etsy store. Yeah. 
It's just filled with capes of different varieties. Capes by Mike. <laughs> capes by Mike. <laughs> Very yeah. cool, guys. Well, um, like Lee was saying, yeah, this one's just a simple one. This is bonus extra time. We just thought it'd be cool to tell some scary stories on Halloween. So, Lee, you were really excited about yours, man. Why don't you kick it off? Okay. I am very excited about mine. Um, So I bring to you a Cherokee legend um, in the form of a scary story. Enola woke up that morning with an idea. She was going to take her younger brother, Datsu, to pick flowers for their mother, Onaka. Enola and Datsu got up and dressed and headed down to the field of wildflowers by the river. Datsu, as usual, has no interest in the, fa- in the flowers, so he's down exploring the bank of the river. Enola was having luck. The flowers were plentiful and healthy. Suddenly, she hears a sound. What is that? She thinks. It's like the sound she hears when the hunters are sharpening their knives. She's so focused on that sound, she almost misses Datsu's calls from the bank of the river. Enola, Datsu calls. There's a lady across the river. It looks like she needs help. Datsu begins to cross the river to help the lady, and Enola is following. There's that sound again. What is it? She sees Datsu start to move more quickly. He looks back at Enola. Come on, he calls. She needs help. He's at the bank now. Enola hesitates. Something's not right. Each time she hears that stomach-turning sound, Datsu becomes more frantic to get to the old lady. He's to her before Enola can stop him. There's that sound again. The lady raises her right hand. It's that finger, Enola thinks. It's like the tip of a hunter's spear. It's as sharp as an obsidian knife. The lady swipes her finger across Datsu's abdomen. Datu screams as she removes his liver and takes a bite. She devours his liver in minutes. Datu's limp now. He's gone. I have to run. I I, I have to run, Enola thinks. But she can't. She's too scared. Bum, bum, bum. I'm terrified. Lee, I like that one. I'm all alone here, guys. And you're going to tell a story like that? And I'm all alone here. (laughs) (laughs) Just hide under the cape. (laughs) (laughs) Just get underneath it. The witches will scare them off. I love it. I I picture it like very, uh, you know, the spear finger, very uh, skinwalker, wendigo sort of thing. Um, So, like, that's creepy. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, That's cool. So, so my story, Lee, takes place a little bit later, but it kind of fits into this uh, old school deal. And it is another local legend. So here we go. Ready? <clears throat> Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. I think we now have the we Deer have no, Island have Guardian. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's copywritten. Um, <clears throat> again, the Deer Island Guardian. Deer Island lies just off the coast of Mississippi near Biloxi. The island was in fact part of the mainland originally and isn't a true barrier island. 
The undeveloped 400-acre spot is now owned by the state and is intended to be preserved as is for future generations. But according to local legends, the uninhabited island isn't as untouched as you might think. Buried beneath the sand is a dark, bloody history safeguarded by a cursed spirit. Rumors of pirate activity aren't uncommon on the Gulf Coast. Pirates operated from Florida to Texas well into the 1800s. None was perhaps more famous or wealthy than Jean Lafitte. Lafitte's efforts as a privateer helped win the Battle of New Orleans, and he turned Galveston Island in Texas into a multi-million dollar black market for slaves and stolen goods. We don't know if it was Lafitte or another captain who cursed Deer Island, but the story goes like this. A pirate captain goes ashore on an uninhabited island with a small group of men. They mean to stash a portion of their loot and flee the ships dogging them along the coast. When the crew finishes burying the chest full of gold, the captain asks for a volunteer. Who will stay and guard this treasure? The seasoned crewmen look at each other. They know just what it means to stay behind. The other men breathe a sigh of relief when a young sailor, eager to please the captain, steps forward. I'll stay, Captain. Very good, boy. Very good. Will ye guard this treasure fiercely now? Aye, sir. Will you stand fast, boy? Hold in this ground till your shipmates return. Aye, Captain. I'll stand by till Judgment Day if that's what needs be done. Good lad. Good lad. And with a swing of the sword, the eager sailor lost his head, and the captain cursed the boy's spirit Ah. to watch over the gold for all time. But the captain never returned, and legends like this became folk tales and fancies of children's imagination. Until 1922, when the Biloxi Sun-Herald printed this story. Two fishermen made their way to Deer Island for a camping trip. They rowed out, they set up their camp, had no problems, and the fishing was good. Having spent most of the day angling, the men only just started their dinner preparations as the sun set. Gathering the utensils and eats by the fire and lantern light, the men began to hear rustling in nearby palmettos. But the men paid little attention to the noise, assuming the smell of grub had attracted one of the island's small wild hogs. One of the men was astonished when he looked up from their supplies to see a skeleton standing next to the bushes. It took all the man's courage to signal his friend. He was almost frozen with fear. His companion gasped and dropped his plate at the sight of the ghostly figure. Then it lunged. The men barely escaped the skeleton's bony fingers and ran down the beach. The skeleton gave chase, but without the element of surprise, the men easily outran the ghoul. Returning in daylight for their supplies, the men found some old coins near their camp, but dared not take any for fear of the guardian. The tale made its way to a newspaper man and local historian, dubbed Mr. Tony, who allegedly collected more sightings of this spirit. All of them agreed. The figure guarding Deer Island has no head. Holy shit. 
Wow. Wow. There you go, man. That's uh, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, I like that. I picture that one uh, like Jason and the Argonauts. Remember the skeletons? That Harryhausen stop motion thing. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. I love that stuff, man. That's yeah. old school. Very cool, Mike. Yeah. What so, have you got for <clears throat> us? Well, um, what I have is slightly less formal of a story. And more just like a, I don't know, a tale, you know, a little bit of history and and mobsters and Is it up to old cities? Vegas and no, it's just a kind of, but no, not what you're thinking. Oh, it's um, not a tale of two ooh, cities. Okay. No, no, no. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> it does have to do with two different cities, um, basically. What I have here is the story, or I guess, like I say, it's not not exactly like a formal, like, r- red story or anything like that. It's more just about the famous mobster Bugsy Siegel. Um, re- he reportedly haunts to this day uh, the Flamingo here in Vegas. I wanted to do something a little bit kind of central to Vegas since I'm here now. And um, there's a lot of ghost stories out there, but I kind of wanted to do something that maybe people don't know quite as well. And because um, this was this was new to me when I started kind of looking up, you know, local legends and things. And if you guys don't know who Bugsy Siegel was, he was a mobster from back in the day. He kind of cut his teeth um, in the prohibition days as a bootlegger, uh, ran around with like the Lucky Luciano group of guys and he was essentially sent out to um, Los Angeles to kind of cover West Coast operations and eventually decided to invest in the building of the Flamingo here in Vegas. Um, If you guys are familiar with that, it's one of the big, big hotels down there on the Strip. And uh, so story kind of goes the initial building process of the entire thing uh, was kind of a train wreck. Uh, It initially was supposed to be only, this is in 1945, I think, or mid-40s. World War II is kind of coming down, uh, is kind of starting to, you know, come down a little bit. Everything's starting to cool off a little bit. Things are going along, and um, Bugsy starts to... uh, get into the Vegas um, realm as kind of a, a getaway from his Los Angeles lifestyle where he had a, a wife and children and uh, a nice uh, hot piece on the side. And um, so he invests in the building of the Flamingo and basically it costs about six times as much money as it initially was was supposed to. It was originally going to be about $1.5 million to build the place. And uh, it ended up costing about six. And so um, basically he asked the help of um, his old crime buddies, Meyer Lansky and uh, Lucky Luciano, to, to loan him a bunch of money and basically wasted the whole thing. So they decided, you know, we want our money back. The, the launch of the Flamingo was a complete failure. And so they're like, hey, you need to pay us our money back. Uh, long story short, couldn't really do it, and the hit was kind of out on Bugsy from that moment on. June 20th, 1947, 
Uh, he's shot and killed in his he um, Beverly Hills um, estate where he that he shared with his girlfriend Virginia Hill, and um, they say that his ghost oh so spookily made it way his, its way all the way back to Vegas, and now haunts the Flamingo Hotel. So, dozens of people have reported seeing this ghost. Uh, of Bugsy roaming around in his 1940s mobster uh, garb in many different places, uh, the presidential suite being one. Um, there's also in the gardens um, outside kind of by there's a wedding chapel out there. He used to have an apartment there that apparently had like three to four inch thick brick walls. And uh, it was, I guess, for, you know, to be a little bit impenetrable. He apparently got very paranoid in his later years, uh, his last years, rather. And um, so people see, uh, apparently many people have seen him roaming around, ghostly, his ghostly apparition, walking around the memorial, as well as uh, a reported moment when a, there was a tour going on, a bunch of tourists, and a man came up and... Uh, started basically correcting the tour guides, you know, like, you know, getting the facts right. And many people claimed that that was Bugsy. And he basically walked along with them for a little while and then just kind of disappeared. So um, I, I've been wanting to go down and check it out myself because I have never seen like his memorial or anything. They got a memorial there for him. But um, I want to go down and, and check it out. But but yeah, apparently it's uh, uh, it's been it's been reported by dozens of people that he's still kind of hanging around there. So I thought it was cool. Whoa. Creepy. Lee, what if you were taking a tour and like some guy showed up and then nineteen forties garb just kind of walked up and and yeah, started walking along with them and um reportedly was correcting the tour guide on certain facts and everything about Bugsy and all that. And uh and he was just gone. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. I, I, I just imagine. Cool. I just imagine. No, no, no. I, I would. I would never do that. See, I would never do that. See. <laughs> I mean, you got I mean, it all wrong. That, that's yeah. not how it was. See. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got it all wrong. Hey, man. <laughs> no, I never yeah. said man. No, that's creepy. That's creepy. I, yeah, I love yeah. this time of year, guys. I really do. The time of the yeah. year where you can just start bringing out these. Uh, these creepy things. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. Well, and could you imagine like Vegas Halloween, the parties, right? Oh yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Then, then you're there, and then you see like this ghost dressed up, old school, in, in a hotel. It'd be so much like The Shining, dude. I would poop my pants. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's and it's not like um, this is just a couple people say oh it's haunted or whatever like dozens of people have reportedly seen this, so it's like um, yes, yeah. dude, craziness. It, it's legit. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That one, that one's probably that one's actually probably the the scariest one because it's like the most relatable. Yeah, um, mine and Lee's were like outside, and this one's at a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. You know, so. it's got a little bit of history and all that too, which I thought was kind of cool about the whole thing. Um, there's a lot of, I mean, there was there was so much that uh, went wrong in the whole building of the hotel and then the launch of it. Like, 
uh, for some reason they had like unusually bad weather the day of the release, the, the day of the opening, and all these celebrities were supposed to come and nobody was able to fly out or, or come in from from uh, L.A. and all that, and basically like everything Ooh. went wrong. It's almost like it was cursed in some sort of way. Like every single yeah, that's step of the way, say. yeah, every step of the way it was just, there was some sort of setback, and then he wasted all this money. You know, there were reported like. You know, palm trees that were like uh, bought the same one several times. Like he'd have it driven out from Baker, California, the same day, and then drove back, and then drove back the next day. So he just wasted millions of dollars and angered the wrong people. And uh, it's just like it was just almost the death of him. So maybe that's why he goes back to haunt it because it was just kind of, you know, leading up to. It was kind of a, it was a major part of his death. You know, because nobody knows who the assailant was, and it's still to this day nobody knows exactly who killed him for sure. Um, so it's kind of mysterious that way. Like no, nobody knows. Um, it's it's a complete mystery, um, which is which is cool. But uh, yeah. yeah. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the waste vessel, the Black Swirl. Its ongoing mission to explore strange new stories, to seek out new laughs and new absurdity, to boldly go where no sci-fi podcast has gone before. Welcome to Close Encounters of the Slurred Kind. That's a good one. We've covered three different area eras, areas, <laughs> eras with our ghost tales. Um, very creepy stuff. But it's Halloween. Lee, what are your plans? Oh, you know, it's really tough. I was so excited, so excited about Halloween. Um, we're recording this a few weeks before Halloween. Right now, it's starting to seem like uh, Halloween may not be happening. Uh, at least trick-or-treating. And to me, that is a huge fall. Um, I was actually really excited about this. I got myself the coolest um, Halloween costume. I'll put a picture up when we release this episode. It is awesome. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> because you look like you're 12 and you wanted to go out and get candy. Yes. <laughs> no. All you got to do is shave, and it's just, you know, it's like, oh, come on up here. Yeah, that's, that's kind of true, actually. That's kind of true. No, guys. Oh, shucks, Mrs. Jenkins. I sure would like a Snicker bar. <laughs> oh, gee, you give out the real, you give out the full-size candy bars. Thanks a lot. Oh, my gosh. Come to find out she gave you a, a, some toothpaste and a toothbrush. <laughs> Stupid bitch. Then he gets back into his car and drives off. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> no, um, I got a costume of an alien abducting me. Oh, whoa. Oh, yeah, those are good ones. Those are cool. Yeah. Th- those, uh, you know, those blow up costumes, right? Yeah, yeah dude, I've seen that one. It's yeah. me being abducted by yeah. an alien. <laughs> That's cool. That's going to come in handy for the future. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah. My, my. <laughs> current girl or my girlfriend um i'll just say it uh actually has a t-rex costume and i want to just run through the park with her chasing me um <laughs> while i'm being abducted by an alien <laughs> <laughs> kinky <I like> it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> They're into some weird Mike, stuff, but you, hey, man? more power to them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we have fun. What we are you going to do for Halloween, Mike? Oh, man. Um, oddly enough, I'm here at Simple Equations Media right as we speak. And just earlier, I had a, uh, a uh, recording session with a friend of mine. We were like, playing some, doing some guitar tracks. And there's a little moon lamp in here, okay? Um they won't be able to see it, but it's 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 like a three D printed moon, and it's and it's got like a light on the inside, and it changes colors and things. Um, it's been uh-huh. dead for a week, okay. Um, and we're sitting here recording, and I guess you guys, I don't know, you guys can kind of see. There's like the window over on this side where he was recording at, and I'm in here, and I see something out of the corner of my eye, and um, th- maybe this is the story I should have told. Um, but, uh, I look down and this, this moon lamp that's been unplugged for a week, it has a battery in it, but it's been unplugged for a week. Literally last Tuesday was the last time it was plugged in and I left it on. So it was dead when I, you know, it's, it's been dead for days, you know? And I look down and the thing is pulsing. Like, you know how like LED lights, you can have like a, like a, like a pulse pattern it changes colors and everything it was just it was it was pulsing and i I looked down like what the hell like that's supposed to be dead and and mind you what it was on before was blue because halloween is a blue moon uh if you guys didn't know which is pretty cool oh yeah this year yeah yeah so we had it on blue last week when we were recording uh just kind of in the nature of everything and uh and it was on this pulse pattern. And there's, it's like way out of the cycle. It goes through many different colors, and then it gets to the pulse. And so when he's when he was done playing, I was like, "Hey, did you turn on the moon lamp?" And uh, he's like, "No." He's like, "I didn't. Even, I didn't even realize it was there because it's, it's it was just off." And I was like, "Dude, this thing just started. This thing just turned on, and it was it's pulsing. It's pulsing at me." And he's like, "He's like, no way. Like I didn't. I didn't touch it. You know, like you know, like." stop trying to freak me out type of thing you know and um so i'm like i'm serious dude like like look at this and he looks over i look down and it's off again and i'm like what the hell just happened (laughs) like this thing just turned on it's been dead for a week and then i look down and when i finally tell him you know um like look at this i look down and it's off again and he's like you're just messing with me you're just messing with me i'm like no dude i swear to jesus christ himself that thing just turned on and it turned off again. So I went over and um, was talking with the the owner of this place, and uh, he's um, a paranormal investigator himself. And like I say that like I'm a paranormal investigator, I'm not. But um, he's like, uh, we should do a séance in here on Halloween. And uh, I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe we should do that, you know, because the other guy that works here, Charles, he um, he said that he had his phone like fly off of a table across the room. And uh, so we're thinking this place is definitely I was kind of laughing when he was telling me about it because I was like, it's it's not like like, you know, whatever, man. But. You never know because Jay, the owner, he's on, he's, he's, you know, he's on Ghost Adventures and stuff. So what if he brought something weird back with him that's now haunting this place? I was you know going to say, I mean? could it be an attachment? Holy, whoa. Yeah. I, I do have one other question, yes. though. Uh, this is a very mm-hmm. serious question. So I am aware 
that uh, semi-recently Nevada may have legalized a substance that um, some marijuana, yeah. sometimes makes uh, people <laughs> think crazy things. Um, yeah. However, I've never seen people um, hallucinate on that particular substance, so um, yeah. there's no chance of that being the case. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Dude, that shit makes me paranoid cool. nowadays. <laughs> I can't. I can't smoke yeah. that anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. like it's it's crazy. Simple Equations Media, all your audio video production needs from pre-production through post, and also possibly haunted. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's so, it's crazy. So you know, he's like, we should have a seance, and hopefully, it happens. It probably won't. But I, <laughs> you know. Ooh. On a blue moon on Halloween, having a seance in a possibly haunted place, like, come on, man, it doesn't get any cooler. Yeah, dude, that's good. That's good stuff. You might as well get a Ouija board. Um, Like, I'm just, I'm I'm not. He 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 says he's like, we'll bring the Ouija boards out, and I'm like, I'm not touching that thing. (laughs) Like, (laughs) oh yeah, I I had terrible experiences as a teenager with, uh, with Ouija boards, and I'm not going down that road by any means. Well, Beyonders, follow the simple equations. Uh, media on their social media. Uh, what is it? Simple Equations Media on Facebook and Instagram. Simple mm. Equation underscore on Twitter. And yeah. who knows? Maybe you'll see a uh, real life uh, seance. Right? <laughs> that would be cool. We should definitely film it. We've, we'll, we'll Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you guys got all the stuff. Yeah. So yeah. who knows what'll pop up? Yeah, man. So, so me, I'm just going to hand out candy. Uh, Our neighborhood is like, it's at your discretion. So I'm going to stand outside and I'm just going to like chuck fun size Snickers bars at kids. (laughs) No, get it. I was going to ask how that was going to go because we we don't even know if we're going to. Six foot long (laughs) PVC pipe and just slide it down there. Or you know what? You could pressurize it and just launch them at them like it's a potato gun. Should I like a potato gun? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I. Well, and I figured like it's it's the south, so it's probably going to be like seventy degrees at least, if not warmer. Yeah. So I was like, maybe I put them in the freezer and then start chucking them at kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, refreshment at the same time. I, I don't know. Yeah. Last year here in Tennessee, it was kind of cold. So well, we'll see. This is my first one down in the south, so I'm excited for it. But that is our Halloween plans. That's it. That's all we're doing. Um, check it out. Follow Simple Equations Media if you want to see Mike do a seance this Halloween. Um, This is your chance. Get on there right now. So check it out. Um, This will be dropping on Halloween. So, guys, get on there. Um, And and that's really it. So, guys, stay tuned. We've got a whole lot more coming from out there beyond terrestrial. Thank you for listening to Beyond Terrestrial, all three of y'all. If you're still a fan of this show, follow Beyond Terrestrial on social media and join the Beyonders Facebook group for even more strangeness. Links to everything, including previous episodes, are available at beyondterrestrial.com. That's the place to go for stickers, merch, show swag, and our Patreon. Patrons get exclusive access to ad-free shows, giveaways, and the unedited after-show show. Anything you give to the show goes straight to Funk Master B's bachelor pad, which for now is also where these giant turkeys record this show. The show was edited by Simple Equations Media with music by Mike Root. 
Dan and Lee will be back next Tuesday with more from Beyond Terrestrial. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.